guys, and we're back. Um, like we said, use Manscaped. Onto, um, we're going to talk about music for a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, well how, how do you want to do this? Oh, music's fine. I just that I, strangely, no cursing. <laughs> I mean, I mean that was the only limitation. I mean, if they had parental advisory suggested, eh, they didn't they didn't really care for Would it. Did they listen to the music with you? Because my parents actually didn't most of the time, unless I... So it's kind of weird if you want to start in, it with music, because... On the radio stations, it was always uh, the 90s alternative station. So it's like 80s, 90s, and today's hits. So it was always like Matchbox 20, Third Eye Blind, those types of things. And obviously the pop songs would kick in. But Shadow Knight, no music at all. No music at all. The Mexcellence. No, it wasn't. Wait, they're saying that they had had no music. No music at all? He grew up in Footlooseville. No shit. They didn't like like dancing in them their parts. No. so whatever was on the radio is what I liked. My my dad's music collection for the longest time was eight tracks. He had a he had a briefcase full of eight track tapes, and then actual tapes. He didn't have that many. I told this story in that joke before about how there was only two tapes in the car when we'd go on long road trips: Barry Manilow Greatest Hits and the Rick Astley album. So those were the things that we listened to when the radio cut out. Other than that, though. Like my dad wasn't a big even CD player listener. I don't even think we had a CD player for the longest time in our car growing up. So my musical tastes kind of were rooted from what we would hear at parties and the radio. So '90s alternative. Then you would hear like gangster rap. None of it. Mm-hmm. I'm in the prime of gangster rap. Did not grow up with most of those songs until I found them later in life. <laughs> Was it Goliath switched the camera for? My dad had me sing Mystical at four. Watch yourself. <laughs> so Goliath is just the coolest dude. Goliath ever. is the coolest fucking dude. If you're commenting and we get to know more about you in the comments, that's how you can also be the coolest dude. But Goliath definitely comments a lot. He's definitely the coolest, most eclectic dude I know. But anyway, so you so you have that. My dad grew up in the grew up in the fifties, or born in the fifties, grew up in the seventies, really in high school. So, Parliament Funkadelic, funky shit, Gap Band was a big thing. My dad loved the Beatles, and then for some reason, like wasn't into like the eighties. Like he, the pop music we listened to it was on the eighties channel. It's fine, but like wasn't into Prince. Thought Stevie Wonder was okay. Like there's just like a big gap of his, his music taste, and then that got filled in at music at parties. So that would be like Tejano music because my mom's my grandpa my grandpa was Tejano. Um, then you'd have like the mariachi music on my dad's side. They'd play a lot of that. Um, so like it wasn't until high school that I got to like a little bit of rock and roll, ACDC, things like that for football. White guys mm-hmm. want you know play ACDC, learn a little bit of rock, and then also with football they play a little bit of rap. So you learn about mystical, you learn about that type of music and then you start seeking it out my greatest godsend was now that's what i call music like, <laughs> i know because because none of them were parental advisory they were edited versions of whatever songs they were so i could hear mystical i could hear usher i could hear eclectic amount of uh music this pre mp3 by the way so that was how i skirted around bad music but like i did absolutely miss out on all rap in the 90s other than like gangster's paradise which was on that channel uh the the pop channel because of the movie i don't think that was on now one now one is a very late 90s thing now one is an excellent album though that was that was obviously we had now one we have a copy of now one at the house somebody put on tiktok the first track listing all but like three of them are fucking bangers, dude. Now one is a great album. Oh wait, now one. The first now is uh, uh, your. It is a um, 
is the UK. The UK created this first. Show the US one. Uh, the US one is <laughs> Janet Jackson. Um, Backstreet Boys, Fastball. That's the only band I don't Damn know. Damn, before the sun came up that day. It's a yeah. great fucking song. The Way the way by Fastball, Flagpole Sitter by I Harvey Danger. One. But I know that one because of the horror movie that was associated with it. Yeah. Uh, Spice Girls. Giving you Casey and JoJo. All my life. I'm missing all of them. Bop. Mm-bop. If you could only see them. Cherry Poppin' Dandies. <laughs> no, Cherry Poppin' Dandies. Suit, suit, Ryan. Ryan. Throw back a bottle of beer. Imagine that one. I, I know all of these songs, playing. dude. Brian McKnight. No, don't know. You know that one. You definitely know Brian McKnight. Aqua High. I'm a Barbie girl. Surprised Radiohead is here. Mm-hmm. Karma Police. Yep. I will buy you a garden of purple shining. Sex and Candy, Lenny Kravitz Fly Away. Oh, this is a 98 album? Yeah. Dude, this album fucks, dude. It's a great album. I love it. Nickelback is on uh, now seven and eight. Now seven and eight were ones that uh, I got back to back, and then I combined them on a burn CD, this new technology called burn CDs. And I had There's some no 41. way it was new because the, I, the first time I burned a CD, I was 13. I was no, I was 13, but I didn't burn it. I told Alfred to burn it. Hey, <laughs> we didn't have that with our computer lapsed. So we had an old computer and then that broke down. I had to break down for us to get a new well, computer. Like I said, my computer spent 30 minutes to watch a jib jab video. Alfred, I don't know. He was the only person that, like, first of all, I didn't even learn how to illegally download things until I was 16. Uh, but also, we were my dad knew enough that we couldn't illegally download things. That's a funny story. I was telling my dad about the concept of piracy, like LimeWire and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, because of me being a kid, I was like, can I do it? Because <laughs> I don't want to ruin. That was the one big thing. My dad was like, if you ruin this with a virus, because he knew about computer viruses, if you ruin this with a virus, I'm going to fuck you up. So we didn't download too many nefarious things. Uh, I remember I downloaded QuickTime from the internet because I had a Pokemon CD that had games on it. Like, do you remember like the, it was like the, not the movie, but it was just the Pokemon CD and you put it in. It's like, we got interactive games for you. And I didn't have a computer that could play it until this new one. So I downloaded QuickTime, I believe from the disc. I don't even know if it was from the internet. My dad got pissed because he saw the thing QuickTime. He's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, I don't know. It told me to play it. And, and I almost got in trouble. So... My dad had a concept of thievery, so he would be like, so you're downloading a song. Did you buy it? Well, no. Do you know the person that has it? No. So you're stealing it. No, I'm just making a digital cut. So you're stealing it. Yes. And then I didn't steal music. And then I didn't get LimeWire because I was afraid of getting viruses and herpes from my computer. So I had that ended that dream before LimeWire. <laughs> Right before LimeWire, I think. Ah, god damn! I remember because uh, and Winamax, <laughs> Winmax. I think. Oh my god, dude! Then we had like peer-to-peer services in college where we would just share music amongst ourselves. But well, um, um, my friend got fined like three thousand dollars for stealing music in college. Like he, they caught him from stealing so much music. I'm surprised Alfred didn't get caught because Alfred was the first person that was like, I never. Um, knew how, nor did I have a fast enough computer. Alfred was the kind of person that's like, I'm playing, I'm passing Metal Gear Solid this weekend, and would just leave shit to download the entire time. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to say 2012 was when we got that. No, 2012. 2002 is when we got that new computer. Might have been 2003, but we got the new computer with all the fixings that we could do cool stuff on. So you were talking about um, your dad still using like eight tracks or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was once again very late to adapt. I didn't start using C- CDs until I was like fifteen. 
for the longest time, I was Damn, still using dude. tapes. <laughs> I had tapes, and I would record recordings on the radio and make mixed CDs off of the I recordings. I did that, too. That's, all, that's about as far as I went with tapes. I would listen to them, of course, but then once the... the what they call them? Not Jumpman. What are they called? The... Uh, Discman. Discman. There you go. The Discman came out with the anti-skip shit. I was on CDs. Oh, even with anti-skip shit, I was rough on CDs, and like they would still skip. Oh, I love CDs. Oh, uh, yes, I fucked with CDs, and they didn't skip too, too bad. You had to be really fucked up. This little black one, it was great. Y'all remember the piracy ads? I have a You wouldn't download copy. a car? Yes, I would. <laughs> I would download a car instantly if given the opportunity. I, I still have movies with piracy ads at the beginning of the <laughs> Yeah. Why yeah. did you keep those files? Those are like 480p. No, no, no. Like if They're you, bu- yeah, if you, bu- oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like I know Unleashed. Like my movie copy, copy of Unleashed. Unleashed. <laughs> like at the beginning, it like it shows like some awesome action scene and someone being caught and arrested. It's like piracy doesn't pay or something. You're right. Yeah. 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 There's always like the sirens and there's always some <laughs> shady guy running in an alley, which is not how you pirate movies. <laughs> but I just remember you wouldn't download a car. Yes. In what world wouldn't you? In what world wouldn't you download a car? You stupid fucking ads. I hated that premise. Uh, Gertz is in advertising. He would make fun of that person into oblivion forever approving that shit. It is actually really funny to see a bad ad with Gertz because we, we were with him for the Super Bowl and he's like just tearing everything apart right. left and right. Yeah, he he's, you know, he's in, works in advertising. This is as far as we'll go. But um, when it comes to music, it was actually way back because I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. So when you bring up that Now album, like, I just remember just, like, uh, random, because you, you have to do gift giving in school kind of thing. What? We had to do gift giving in like, school. Like, for holidays? Or? Yeah, like, we did a, everyone is is Catholic. There, we, I grew oh. up in a town that's 98% Hispanic. There was no, like, let's be okay. It was Easter break, not yeah. spring break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was no, like... That's why it's just kind of weird. It was one of the adaptions that I had to make after I left to go to real society. Right. So, <laughs> so you had to give gifts to everybody. So No, no, no. Like, it was a Secret Santa type okay. thing. And then somebody gave me a Backstreet Boys album just because they were like, well, we'll here. <laughs> Please tell me the story leads to you having a secret love for Backstreet Boys. Uh, I didn't dislike it, but it was <laughs> but the thing that made me like it. So... At that point, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. I was right. 10. So they were forbidding me from listening to the Backstreet Boys kind of thing. So Backstreet Boys was rebellious <laughs> to you? <laughs> I don't care who you are, Marcus. Well, do really, it. Finish no, the lyrics. No. You know them. Well, Way here's the thing. That it's not that song. But they had, like, I was like, why can't I listen to it? And then I went to my cousin's house. And they have, like, I don't even remember what song it is. But they had some sort of masquerade party or something like that. Like some sort of party that's like Halloween themed uh-huh. or something. Right. And then that's the music video. And it's, uh, I'm trying to remember what song. Oh, that was the music video. Was yeah. A masquerade ball. Huh. Like they're all in Halloween costumes. Interesting. I think it's like the one that was like starts with, the, oh my God, we're back again. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. my God, we're back. Backstreet's back? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They did have the mask. <laughs> right. Yeah, they have robots in that one too. Yeah. I don't remember the robots. Yeah. I just Everybody remember. <laughs> Backstreet's back. I, I like them. I like Backstreet Boys. Um, but my that was what broke the ice for my parents, kind of thing, because my cousin. Like I, they they forbade it, right. and then we all went to because what we all Hispanics do for uh, Christmas Eve, yeah, go to our uncle's house and have a carne asada, uh-huh. um, and then there's like, I can you believe they gave, gave him like a Backstreet Boy CD kind of thing? And my cousin Wheeler is older than me; he's right. 15, and he was just laughing. 
uh-huh. kind of thing. And he's like, they're they're literally for like girls. Like, that <laughs> wait, your mom and dad were like, it is forbidden. Yeah, and they're like, no, it's just the Backstreet Boys. Well, they couldn't for from their limited cultural landscape, lands, uh, mindscape. They couldn't tell the difference between the Backstreet Boys. And then, like, Ice Cube. Like, they, they saw were the like, <laughs> <laughs> And then WA. <laughs> they couldn't tell the difference. It's like, they, the, they look like they have some attitude. They look like, <laughs> they look like those five teenagers with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you now... And knowing that at one point the Backstreet Boys were forbidden media to you, yeah, that is such a fucking jump in my brain. Well, like I said, what once the rule got broke because my cousin broke it because yeah. they thought it was they did think it was along the lines that it was gangster rap or right. something. Like that. They didn't, yeah, because the Backstreet Boys, if you don't know English that well, sounds nefarious. <laughs> oh, they're from the backstreets. They're killing people. They're <laughs> selling drugs. I mean, I do understand how nefarious it is now, (laughs) Um, but back then it was like there was a lot of movies about white mobsters and white people that look like the the Backstreet Boys um, in their vests (laughs) and and chains. (laughs) Um, Oh my! But my cousin was like, I still remember my uh, like my mom being mystified, like, wait, they're not that bad, and my cousin being like, no. She's like, there's no cussing on this. And he was like, no, I don't listen to them because there's not enough cussing on this. <laughs> so, unfortunately for them, they did let me listen to it, which did lead me to... Uh, In sync, and that was just heinous. No, no. Bye, 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 such filth. You're close, actually. It led me to Britney Spears. Which and, is uh, a salacious, <laughs> to be fair. And the first time I saw the music video for Baby One More Time, I was like... That is great. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, I, I like them. <laughs> and that that was actually probably it was it went from Britney to Brody Dolly when I was fifteen. Like it was Brody Dolly. That's I just when it came to music crushes, like that it was just Britney and then no one and then Brody. <laughs> but oh. um, but anyway, the part where my parents messed up is like, well, I guess he can watch MTV now. So huh. I started watching TRL. And then I th- I found the offspring and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I was I was gonna wonder like okay yeah so Backstreet Boys what was the link to your punk metal? Well, once you were allowed to watch TRL, and the first time I heard "Pretty Fly for a White Guy," I was like, right. "This is pretty fun for a uh, white guy." <laughs> and then it just it just kept going more and more. I felt because everybody's introductory band for most people my age was probably Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte led to No Effects, led to everything. Really, Good Charlotte. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, Good Charlotte is, you have to be marketable kind of thing. And right. Good well, Charlotte was super marketable with like lifestyles of the I would rich say, and famous. But I would say Green Day would have got there first. Green Day is earlier than even The Offspring. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. like, but Green Day had airtime even even then. You know, like, because uh, once, uh, I hope you had the time of your life. That was the first pop song. That's from song 1994. They made. Right. That's the first pop song they made. So by then, that time, by The Offspring, was what, early 2000s or maybe late 90s? Right, but- 94 they wouldn't be mark's age right no but like so my cousin would have probably got into punk because of that right because green day was in his heyday when did american idiot come out that's a 2006 2007 album by then i was already really into it that's 2004 so you're already in it then yeah by that point i was already in it either way because american idiot i remember just being like 
by the time Green Day releases American Idiot, Rise Against... 2004, yeah. yeah oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, there yeah, had yeah, been yeah. already all these bands rallying against Trump for like a decade. Right. Well, not a decade, but like right. ever since Iraq. So from 2002 to 2004, there was already a lot of albums that I, I heard American Idiot, and I'm like, this is a pretty terrible album. Fair enough. And um, that for me, that was what... So that was the weird thing. My brother got me into Rage Against the Machine because yeah. he's six years older than me, and he was in high school... I remember being at the old house. Yeah, he was in high school. If he's six years older than me, I'm what, nine? He's 15. So, right at that time where he's like starting to rage against the machine, literally. And so he let me listen to it and like there's cuss words and all sorts of shit. I'm like, this is awesome. Vicious, vicious, vicious FM bringing uh, her intro band was No Doubt. No, my sister, my, well, my sister was No Doubt. Yeah. She loved No Doubt. She loves Gwen Stefani. Or I don't know if she loves Gwen Stefani now. Did you hear what she said today? She said that she's Japanese because she worked in Japan. <laughs> yep. She feels like she's, she truly is Japanese. God dang it, Gwen Stefani. I liked it when you were a chola. No, <laughs> uh, no so, um, so I had that plant with Rage Against the Machine, and then you get into ACDC for some reason in high school with football, and then that, and then that, like I avoided the emo punk stuff. I hated Good Charlotte; it was a little whiny for me. But like I did like uh, American Idiot. I did like Sum Forty One, Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two was my jumping off point. See, Blink One Eighty Two was Blink, probably a more I got, popular answer for people my age that got into the punks. You're right, because I got into Blink One Eighty Two, then that went into the off. I found the Offspring after, and yeah. then Green Day was in there, and then, and then my brother-in-law, my current brother-in-law, I was 12 when I met him. He was in a ska band, so then he threw some ska CDs at me. So I had a dose of ska in there. So mm-hmm. then that's when that. Then like when I was a teenager, I kind of had my own free will, and then the kicker. I know we're leaving you out of this. I'll let you jump in. Um, iTunes was invented, and oh, so I, I never had an i thing in. Like my phone is the first like digital music device that I had. So the, I had the shuffle, the stick shuffle. It was I remember one, them. One gig, hundred songs, baby. So I could buy from iTunes for a penny, a dollar. I could buy a gift card, fifteen bucks, fifteen songs, fourteen songs, and. They had clean versions of those songs. So I go, they, my parents would look at the library and they said, see, it says clean. It's not explicit. <laughs> so it'd be, yeah, it'd be whatever song and it'd be the clean version. And so they'd be like, okay, that's fine. And so then that's, once digital media came, then I was able to do that. Then once I learned how to download from YouTube and I learned that was safe enough to not ruin the house computer, that's when I started expanding. So I, I will say one last note before we pass it to JJ. Ye. I was allowed to listen to punk because it wasn't metal. For a long time, see, because the heyday for like me getting into like the Offspring, the Offspring led to they did lead to Green Day, right? Um, but they led to like uh, Nimrod and albums like that. Like, yeah, Nice Guys finished last, blah blah blah. Right. But um, I was my parents saw it was kind of safe because at that point, what my parents were hearing from rock scenes was Marilyn Manson's Antichrist albums and stuff like oh. that. So it's like, oh, well, it doesn't sound like that. He's fine. Right. It's, it sounds more happy. And then some 41's like, my mom should have had an abortion. It's like, whoa. <laughs> so they never paid attention to the lyrics too much. Yeah, they you, just were like, all right, well, it's whatever. And then they would see them and it's like, oh, they look like dorks. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, I remember um, like they, they never paid attention to the lyrics. And then somewhere when I was 14, I was, I was hearing the offspring. And it was like, no, 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 why don't you? Like, my girlfriend's a yeah, bitch, nah, kind yeah, of. Like, yeah, man, yeah. Um, no, my friend has a boyfriend and he hates that dick. And they were like, this is the music you were listening to? And I was like, 
mom, this song's five years old. I heard this song like oh. when I was 11. <laughs> I don't think they know what I listen to anymore. I think that when now we're in the digital age, my dad listens to his own things and we don't vie for airspace. And when, if they're ever in my car, when I'm playing music, I turn on the radio. Well, the, the fun thing, the funny thing is like at this point in time, um, like there is some like grimy <laughs> bands that I listen to, uh-huh. but like El Tigres del Norte, which yeah. are like a famous Tejano band. Yeah. Like their lyrics are pretty bad. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they. Yep. I don't know that much Spanish, but I know enough of some of those songs. Like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh, also real quick in the era, just before I let it go to JJ, um, System of a Down. That was like me kind of breaking the rules a little bit, or like, oh shit, they're screaming. They're very aggressive, and so I thought that was it. Then that, and then that love from there, that Rage Against the Machine, I dipped back into. Well, that's what um, I was gonna say about Rage Against the Machine. It doesn't lead to punk; it leads to new metal, right? Oh, and, <laughs> but then, uh, and then that's and new just, metal leads to metal. And Lincoln Park was clean on that first album, so I, they were fine with me buying the Lincoln Park albums, especially the, the first two, and then the third one they cussed, and then I bought that on my own. Though I was a teenager by the time. Um, uh, yeah, but a lot of rap lost the time. Until I got to about 15, 2004, when I started listening to like VH1 and then I started hearing like Usher and that era and then then that started getting mixed with like other rap and stuff. I, I think one of my exes got me into rap, but it was with a weird artist. It was with Neo. Neo's great. <laughs> Neo's not a rap artist, but Neo's a good R&B But singer. I meant Neo was like, like also you... Good, Char- Good Charlotte isn't oh, a punk band. They're a pop punk band. Yeah. It's always like a softer version is what opens the door. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. You got to get the light stuff before you can go heavy. In. Yeah. That's why JJ only listens to anime intros. <laughs> <coughs> it's your turn. I got nothing. <laughs> really? I, I do not. You guys seriously underestimate like how little music factored into my life. <laughs> no, well, I never heard this point. I'd rather you've made it and I probably put it into Every the... time we do a music list, I'm like, I'm out, guys. Cause like... Oh, like, so it just wasn't something that interests you? Or like, was it, it a language thing even at a certain point early it, on? It was just never anything that was around. Like, Were your parents, the f- uh, your grandparents, the fucking Coco family? <laughs> Were no music. No radio. No radio. Ah. No radio. No stereo, no CD player. Like, hmm. I never had anything dedicated for music. Right. So. And you never sought it out. Even if you heard, like, say on TV, you heard a song from a commercial. Didn't didn't even register, didn't even bother. Where would I find it? <laughs> Fair. Like, I I have no radio. It's not like I, like I could be like, oh, I really dug that one song in the fucking Mazda commercial. I'm going to leave the radio on at night and hopefully eventually it'll come on <laughs> right like, like a rock <laughs> like, we didn't have any of that i think like a rock is a little texas song yeah. <laughs> just for those people looking for it out right. there <laughs> i used to always think it was saying fraggle rock but anyway um but yeah so like music was never a big thing for me that's why my musical knowledge and like history with it is so limited because it's all kind of recent right it's not not a whole lot of music made it into like my life Mm -hmm. just as music a lot of it came in through because i watched 
Space Jam. And I was like, I like that song. Yep. <laughs> um, and it just happened to be the R. Kelly, and he fucked it up. The five, <laughs> one of the five songs from your childhood, and R. Kelly fucked it up. <laughs> I mean, there was the Power Rangers movie had that one Van Halen song. <laughs> Which one? I don't even remember it the first movie. It was at the movie. very end, uh, and it's not a like a famous Van Halen song. <laughs> He's going like, to B sides when it lo- when it debuted. It it didn't like hit. It uh-huh. wasn't a. It wasn't a chart setter right what the hell is it i mean i like two of the songs from uh the power rangers movie and one of them i think that they lost the rights to and they changed it because it would just remember a fun sounding song higher, higher. Uh, that's the other one that i like because i can say okay i didn't know that was van halen i just remember it plays at the end and then like bulk and skull get mad it's like no we saved the day bulk and skull <laughs> by the way i always talk about elevator music songs Every so often, that the Vulcan skull theme gets stuck in my head. Every time I'm lurking, I feel like it comes out. But that's and so I guess I got to ask you now, just because I'm curious, what music now that you have access? What music do you find yourself enjoying? Whether it be pop, old music, do you go back and find other music, or is it just something that wasn't an interest and is still not an interest? It's still kind of not like really. I don't really. Yeah, like I would freak out everyone at work because everyone always had their headphones on and would mm-hmm. listen to Spotify on on their work computer. We right. were allowed to do that. Like, yeah, our company was like, yeah, sure, download whatever the fuck you want. Um, but I was always the only one that just like didn't have my headphones <laughs> on or anything. Right. And my friend who got me the job, he sat like in front of me at the cubicle in front of me, and he mm-hmm. would stand up every once in a while to like stretch. And he'd be like, "What are you listening to, JJ?" <laughs> you <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i mean so like strange what like, music you got playing nothing right i can't listen to music and do work so i don't have that kind of I, I don't even love music like that i think because it was so restricted too like a little cup of like i like i'm not i'm not freaked out by you saying that it's like oh didn't have access didn't really seek it out can i tell you something that makes me kind of sound and like the a, other thing too is our radio <coughs> station was exclusively mexican like yeah, yeah. Oh. Our radio <coughs> Was just going had, to be Spanish. We had right. one English station, ninety two point seven. What was that? What did they play? Uh, so it changed. It was a country station for like half my life, and then the other half, uh, no, it was a country station for about five years. Then it was an oldie station. Then it was the, a generic playing the hits of the sixties, seventies, eighties, and now. Hmm. <laughs> well, this is the thing that's going to make me sound kind of stupid, like kind of dumb as a kid. This is how kind of detached I was from music in that kind, in that similar way, in a similar way. I it wasn't until like I was maybe eight or nine years old, like way late to the game, maybe seven, eight, that I didn't know when new music came out. I still <laughs> like I couldn't concept I can't concept I couldn't conceptualize when a new song came out because it'd be like the eighties, nineties, and today. So I'd hear an eighties song and be like, that's great. I hear a matchbox twenty song, I'd be like, Oh, that's been around forever, even though it was like out that summer. It wasn't until like 98 99 i think it was 98 when i had more access to vh1 99 in particular when like smash mouth's all-star came on lenny kravitz came on 97 97 lenny kravitz the uh i wanna get away fly away they had titties in that music video so i remember that so yeah i was seven years old or so when i started realizing oh music is new like this is a new release i am hearing new stuff but prior to that i was like Oh, I guess this song from Stained has been around forever. So uh, that's the wrong example. They just put it in. <laughs> uh, well, they put Trapped, 
which was trapped I think, is a problem. Back gonna take you on. Was it that song? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but trapped is also like super canceled right now. Are they really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I get two guesses. I'm sure, but like, yeah, well, they're, they're really sense. hardcore Trump supporters, well, which isn't isn't stained a, is also no wait not stained. Sorry, uh, I was getting the well. Stan, the lead singer, Aaron Lewis. It is him, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's also a hardcore Trump supporter, but that's a different like. And he also jumped over to country now. Sure, but Aaron Lewis isn't as far as being anti-vax. He doesn't get into Twitter feuds with people with eight followers. Okay, that's uh, well, he must have a Twitter. <laughs> he doesn't sue. Every- is is Seether fine? I don't remember enough about Seether. Okay. <laughs> and Seether, I don't think, is, exists to this day. Oh, I think I it's, might a, be wrong. it's the lead singer. I don't care about the other ones. As long as the lead singer is cool. He made some good tunes I like. Let's see, I wasn't allowed to listen to Eminem because my mom said he was disapproval towards his mom. Bat G, that makes sense. Uh, that goes along with rap. Too much cursing. That, honestly, like that's the biggest one, honestly. Yeah. I just wasn't into rap until I had, like I said... I had a, that soft intro, and then from there, um, that ex burned me a CD with Kanye, Ludacris, Ush, like just kind of all the flavors. But uh-huh. like the first one, like she was like, "Oh, let me show you like this this neo song kind of thing." Right. So with rap, though, I created my football team because that was like when the hyphy movement in the the mid two thousands. When it was getting popular, uh, I, I was a weirdo in the football team because I was listening to the Dropkick Murphys at that. Even oh, that, we, that yeah. made it to us. That made yeah. it to our football team. Uh, but no, um, the hyphy movement. So like, I think Mac Dre honestly is like Mac Dre, um, Andre Nicotina. Those guys that introduced me to kind of like rap that was popular. <laughs> And then, like, Eminem was out, wasn't a big fan of him until a little bit later. It was, because middle school is when 8 Mile came out, 8th grade, I remember, specifically. Um, But when it came to rap, what ended up happening is when I started getting those digital downloads, I was like, oh, they were just sampling 70s funk songs that I've heard all my life because my dad played those. And so then I was like, oh, I just started eating it up after that. But a big contributor to my taste for rap, MySpace. The profile songs that people would play, I would know what was popular based off of how many people had what sort of song. That. And then there's even the ones where you had like playlists, so people would make their playlists and shit. And I'd be like, oh, these are good songs. So I'd find a lot of new rap, little Lil Wayne. Uh, I didn't like early on, and then I got a taste from T Pain I hated, and then I liked. And so I think I always liked T Pain, <clears throat> but it was just like once I got introduced to that culture, like T Pain was always just having this, those fun songs. Right. There's a song he does with Lil Wayne. Tender. There's a song he does with Lil Wayne. That song is so auto-tuned to shit, but it's fucking awesome. It's fucking great. I forget what it's called. I know how it goes. I forget what it's called, though. Well, I mean, the last topic that we're just going to talk about, just and this will be where JJ kind of probably runs away with it, um, is just video games. I wasn't super into video games in for my teen years. I would literally go to JJ's house to play video games. <laughs> uh, so I didn't have a lot of stuff. Like I literally went from Sega Genesis to Dreamcast, and then the Dreamcast stopped, died, and then I was like, well... I know I'm not going to ask my parents for three. My parents actually gave me this weird ultimatum where it's like, you can play football or we can get you a PS2 or PS3 at that point. Wow, that is a fat kid's dilemma right there. Because it's like, friends or sit in my house and do nothing all day. Well, I don't even know if they meant it as a, as a thing. They were right. just kind of like, I think it was a way for them not to spend that money on a PlayStation, honestly. <laughs> so right. that's why it's been so long. Because my PS4 was gifted. So like... Is that your PS4? Uh, Jessica. Oh. But it was just one of those things where I was like, well, I guess I'll just wait now. Uh, and then the, the 
Actually, now that I think about it, the Xbox that I just bought is cheaper than a PlayStation 2 or a PlayStation 3 at that time in 8th grade. Really? No yeah, shit. because yeah. they were two ninety nine. They were expensive as shit back yeah. in the day. Yeah, the PS3 was super expensive. It was like $600 or some shit, if I remember. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was like, I couldn't get a system. Um, and I didn't play any bad games. Like, I think the worst that I played was Mortal Kombat 2. And Mortal Kombat 2 doesn't look like real violence. It looks... <laughs> <laughs> My dad would beg to differ. When you're punching people like this... But when blood and bones are coming out. Yeah, but the blood and bones are not coming out in a way that blood and bones come. It came out like this in a right. fountain. Like it was, That's not the way blood comes out when you the fight. The bones came out literally the same way as if you were to open the Halloween candy bag of bones. <laughs> <laughs> so, that Lee, I, I mean, unless you have any more to expand upon. No, that's about it, for me. Like, of all these topics, video games were the most policed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because my dad likes video games. As I mentioned at the top of the show, he played those text-based games. That evolved to him. We we always had, I think, <clears throat> we had a top-loader NES, so we didn't have the original NES, but we had an older version. Super Nintendo we always had as a kid, I always remembered. When PS1 came out, got that for Christmas. When PS2 came out, I remember that he went and got it. PS3 came out, I remember he was like, I'll see if I can get it. Walked out with it the same day. My dad's the only guy... I knew, I have known, to play 20 seasons of Madden in one version of the game. Like, he played all the, the franchise mode all through, and um, 20 was the limit. It just stopped after that. They're like, no more football. you got to start a new game. So he did that. He was into Warcraft, Starcraft. He still plays Starcraft. Uh, um, <clears throat> what's the what? Age of Empires and stuff. So, like, he was playing a lot of oh, games. Man, I'm going to get your dad Empire Earth for Christmas. Do it. <laughs> well, it's, now he's like, it's too much for him. They, they add too many things. So No, Empire Earth is like a 15-year-old game. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it. No, his computer. He built his own computer, so it probably runs too fast. Like it's probably on too new of a software for him to run it. He ran into the issue with StarCraft. That's Gog. why he stopped playing it. Huh? Gog. Is that a re undo? Good old games. Oh. They they everything sold on Gog runs on modern systems. Well, if you go to my house, which you're invited, <laughs> you're gonna set that up for my dad. Anyway, <laughs> so you can play all his old games. Oh, great, JJ. Your job is to do customer support on your own vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Help my dad play video games. He'll make you a steak or whatever you'd like. Anyway, um, so he understood games. He understood gaming, and he always had a say in where the game was and what games that we got. He understood the ESRB ratings. He understood what was good or bad. Um, we had a lot of Madden. We had a lot of other games of this sort. But here was the rule. And this actually applied to not only playing, like, it, like outside as a baby, and then it went to video games, which was no real guns. So we had... BB like we had a cap gun. So Halo is fine. No, so Gears of War is fine. <laughs> so well, let, so let me set the basis right <laughs> for play. So we couldn't get real guns for some reason. I had a cap gun one time. I don't know if we think. I don't know if he knew I had it, but it did the whole smoke and everything. But we couldn't have BB guns because you're shooting. Goes we were shooting at things. He don't want us to shoot animals. Didn't do that stuff. Um, so we didn't have. We couldn't use real guns in those games. Uh, and then and then have. A video game where real guns were, were used so you'd have to have blasters lasers those were fine laser swords uh old-timey medieval stuff that was fine spears whatnot that's good um and so like turok dinosaur hunter mm-hmm. my dad's like oh you're fucking killing dinosaurs this is great now were there dudes in there yes was there a little bit of blood yes but it's like you're fighting dinosaurs that's your goal um so that was okay 
Another thing, though, this happened because he was aware of Grand Theft Auto. No games where you could shoot the police. That was explicitly <laughs> because of Grand Theft Auto. Because, but Dad, a cab. No, that was before. Because <laughs> my because my dad grew up in the seventies. They weren't great then, anyway. But he didn't want me to go around they, being a fucking hoodlum. I was about they were, they were legit worse in the seventies. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. So no, but like he didn't want me growing up as a hoodlum in the nineties in Southeast Fresno, uh, playing with real playing with simulation guns getting caught into bad shit, right? Because he grew up in the project, right? So he didn't want that for me. So he made that rule for all of us. We followed it to a T. So when video games came out, he still didn't want me to do those things. No Call of Duty because this, and this, and I quote, was his reason. If you want to go to war, just enlist. So, because he almost got drafted in, in the 70s for Vietnam. So uh, my uncle got drafted. He didn't. He pulled a lower number. That's a legit answer, but it's just kind of funny that it's like, I don't know. It takes. There is a long gap between people that were into like those kind of games and that they finally bought a gun, because I the the, the weirdos that I do know that were went down that hole. Of, they bought whole of what? Um, like, like the, you, they probably shouldn't buy a gun. Like the oh. like school shooter vibes kind uh -huh. of thing that they were too into these kind of games. Right. Um. Because I mean, when we were playing, we had things like counter. Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike. Where you could play as a Taliban and stuff like right. that. Right. Yeah. Like, he didn't want me to, he didn't want me to fuck with any of that. Yeah, no, no. So, yeah, because, uh, uh, yeah, because he just, he but, didn't want to, oh, good. I was just going to say, they all got into Airsoft. Right. But he didn't want me to have Airsoft because Airsoft looks like a real gun. If I get caught with a real gun, cop will really shoot me with a real gun. That was always that his concern. Accurate. That is always, that was always his concern, and that's why I'm pretty anti-gun in general, because he's like, what do you use a gun for if you use it to kill? So, I mean, we were shooting, you know, my uncle had a BB gun, I was shooting it, I was shooting cans, but then at one point he pulled out a, a, a mannequin, and he saw me shooting the mannequin, he goes, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I'm like, I'm just shooting a dummy. He goes, what does a dummy look like? A human? Well, that's what you're practicing to shoot, and he didn't let me shoot the gun anymore. So, Grand Theft Auto... All the Call of Duties, all Battlefield, all uh, what was the other one that they had? Uh, oh, SOCOM, U.S. Navy SEALs, mm -hmm. none of that shit. My cousin was. I all remember into that. that game. That game looked like shit. Yeah, um, Halo would have been okay if I had an Xbox, um, but that's but also Mortal Kombat was not allowed in the house because of the blood and violence and the bones and stuff. Yeah, they were comic bones, but Street Fighter was. Oh, there's an electric monster man. Oh, there's a girl doing helicopter kicks. That's fine. That's that's comic, you know. That's why arm guy in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but he's he, he bleeds and he makes other people bleed and rips out skulls. Right. The worst you could do in Street Fighter is make a guy but, throw up. I mean, I'm just saying that you you bring up Blanca, but the the <laughs> issue is the blood. It's not that there's a cartoony character. There are plenty of cartoony characters. Oh, but in like, Mortal but Kombat. that but that was his thinking, right? His thinking is he goes no blood and there's cartoony guys and they're shooting fireballs. My son can't shoot a fireball out of his hand. That's okay. Dude, this is funny about Rakeen. Uh, Mortal Kombat was like the MTV version of Street <laughs> yeah, Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter was VH1, and I mean, that's the, okay. The movie does look very like compared to quick change the channel right <laughs> it does look very more much, much more intimidating right your soul is mine which, which strangely enough my dad likes the mortal Kombat movie because <laughs> he likes kung fu movies so it, it all circles around so um yeah so it's kind of like those were the rules and so we followed those pretty much to a t anything and for mature really was off the board um tony hawk's pro skater was teen tony hawk's underground i think was mature or maybe the no, actually no. Both of them were uh, teen, teen, fourteen up, or something like that. It was like that special one uh, that had the word bitch in it a lot. The second one, Tony Hawk's Underground. Um, 
I'm trying to think of any other restrictions. Yeah, I didn't play my first Grand Theft Auto until four in college, and I still don't play Modern Warfare. Like I, I I'm, the the skill gap's not there. Any, it's too big. Like people who grew up in seventh eighth grade playing. Yeah, bro, you don't want to get owned by Kyler Murray. Well, I don't get not only Kyler Murray, but like eight-year-olds that have been allowed to play that since they were four and shit, you know? Yeah. And guys that have my age that have been playing it since they were nine. It's like I don't... Skill-based matchmaking now. No, I would be with the four-year-olds, and I wouldn't I'd get past the four-year-olds, <laughs> right. and then the people that are like human, like basic human individuals... There is no skill gap anymore, is what I'm saying. Oh, no, what I'm saying is once I get to like real human individuals, then I get kicked back to the four-year-olds. I'm just not good at those games. Right. I don't... There's no skill gap. I'm not going to play... <laughs> to play four-year-olds when when because like you don't know that they're four years old <laughs> i feel like they are which, which video game because i'm seeing this on tiktok has uh like when you get close to them you can talk to them kind of thing oh that uh, is modern warfare oh okay proximity chat proximity uh, chat yeah that is uh it's i think tarkov did it first because tarkov is kind of like you're in space right yeah. no you're no. you're in russia oh no Tar- i'm sorry i think i'm the wrong one that's um but it's uh, pseudo. It's kind of like a survival game where, like, you have to get out, but there's other guys there. Right. And so the gimmick of it is that, like, you don't know where the other guys are, right? Like, yeah. It's kind of battle royale-ish. Right. Where it's like, well, are are we going to work together? Like. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. So I think Tarkov was the one that kind of like brought proximity chat like to the mainstream. Yeah. But. It, yeah, Call of Duty has been running away with it. Like, yeah, and uh, and yeah, like so, like I think JJ, I think like I understand, I understand the concept of skill based matchmaking. I get it, but like I don't have, as Gertz would say, the ingredients of like understanding first person, like just the controls. So like I said, I'll get pa- I'll get knocked back down to people my skill set who don't understand the controls. But I'm also not a dipshit and not four years old. So I'll get kicked up to humans and then they just kick me. It's not fun. You're that always little playing humans. Ah, well, <laughs> babies aren't humans in my head. They're babies. Uh, just to answer Jug Almighty, uh, I don't think Tony Hawk ever had an MA rating. Yeah, they were uh, like that teen plus. Also, um, I don't know. The the the, 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 the one that had Bam Margera might have. That was two, yeah. uh, Underground 2, and that was teen plus. Like, okay. Like 17 or like 14. And I up. just remember he's like, go like paint these homeless people or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> to go back and play because I didn't like that one because it was so mean spirited. The first Tony Hawk's Underground, one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, that, Tony Hawk's Underground Two, I still have it. I think yeah. in that in that box over there is super mean spirited and ugly. I did not like it. It was Tony, Team Tony Hawk, Team Bam Margera, and they had you do like be, they had you be a douchebag. Yeah. Um, also, that was funny then. <laughs> well, to me, what like, to me it was being, never funny to me either. But to that's me, why being I, a good kid, I was like, this is mean. Even though I like Viva La Bam, but no, it's funny because it's like I feel in the chat. I feel like I had such a lawless childhood. My parents literally had no restrictions on media. Hence your name, Vicious FM. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! See, your mind's all twisted. Your mind's all twisted with the poison. Um, yeah, dude, video games were. It was not that they were heavily restricted. It was like my dad didn't let me get a fight night game. For a while, because the boxing game, the boxing game, because it was too realistic with the cuts and stuff. So when you talk about like I can't play this because of the skill gap, I never could play the fight nights. Fight nights, are, they're a little hard. Um, yeah, because you use the two sticks as like actual like hands. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to play 
uh, Def Jam fight for New York. He's like, no, this, this is like. Oh, dude, we should probably play that on the stream. We can it's, find it. It's great. Yeah, it's, I heard it's, it's hilarious. Really it's Henry Rollins is your coach. <laughs> <laughs> right. Date Carmen Electra. Sure. <laughs> you sure. can live your dream. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a creative player, too. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I want to fight Snoop. I heard Snoop's vicious, though, in that game. He's the boss. He's yeah. the final boss. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When games had whimsy. Um, but yeah, there's not whimsy. Is that what I would call Def Jam? But it is fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Being exhibit and suplexing someone is pretty whimsical, to be fair. But Danny Trejo's in it. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah, there's actors in it. Yeah, see, Rakeen is right. Bam Margera is a fucking douchebag in Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like he's like, what if we just go paint these homeless people? It's like, oh my god, I don't want to do this. And you have to like sticker slap them and shit. It was awful. It was uh, awful. I was about to ask, would he be allowed to play UFC games? No, he would not. But UFC didn't have any games. UFC we didn't have in. any games at the time. I only bought three because I was super bored during COVID. Um, I don't like Dana White. He beats his wife, and he's a Republican. I don't like him. Uh, I don't like you have this, the UFC on that standpoint. Um, boxing, which is why I'm waiting for that one new boxing game, but it's hard to license individual fighters, but I think Canelo's going to be in it, and that's all I'd use anyway, so... Uh, like I said, like way back when we did the Mortal Kombat top five thing, uh, I don't like using the coolest characters. So I wouldn't use Canelo. I'd totally use Canelo. I'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like the like you said, it'd be like the closest thing to being a Patriots fan of the early two thousands. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we're probably gonna win. It's fine. Oh, we lost. Eh, ain't that a bitch? You win some, lose some. Uh, but yeah, that's really all it is with video games, and I and I'm still pretty, pretty Catholic when it comes to my video game content. I I never played a Doom game. Um, but you're literally fighting the devil. I know. It's uh, that's why my nephew, who's 12, has played the Doom games because it's, I, I convinced my sister it's a good holy game. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good Catholic boy going to a Catholic school, killing devils and demons. I, so I said, "Fuck the devil," and I thought that was a good thing. Right? <laughs> I thought we hated this person, but but, but Hank, Satan does suck. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, JJ. What about you, man? Uh. Video games weren't really policed all too hard for me. Uh, part of it is, again, like the the language barrier. Like, if there was a really bad, like, expletive heavy cutscene, my parents wouldn't understand it anyway. <laughs> right. Um, but the other thing, too, is that I'm pretty sure my parents were aware of, like, how mature I was for my age already. Like, yeah, I wasn't really easily like influenced by right. <laughs> like, right. Uh, you were watching Bart Simpson, and you weren't out here. You saying, "Eat my shorts," and hitting people with chairs. Well, Bart doesn't do that a lot either. Like, <laughs> Bart gets according bit. to my dad, he did okay, <laughs> and according to me, in my head canon I mean, now, it's, it's kind of funny. Like when you go back, Bart was like a troublemaker, but he was not a bad kid by right. bad kids. I'm pretty sure Dennis the Menace was way worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I remember that TV show. Well, no, the TV show, the movie, yeah, where, where they eat beans. That scene fucking grossed me out. God, <laughs> that shit grossed me out. But yeah, no, uh, video games weren't really police, and my parents also liked video games, like. Part of the reason I had a Nintendo and a TV in my room mm -hmm. was because my parents became addicted to the video games. Really? Like yeah. your mom too? My mom too. They would both That's like cool. they would tell me stories about how like I would they would put me to bed and I would go to sleep and they would sneak into my room. <laughs> 
and just play Mario with like the volume turned down just to see how far they could make That's it. That's funny, dude. <laughs> Uh, I remember my dad made it to like the Bowser's final castle. And, oh shit! And my mom called me over. I was playing outside, and she was like, "Come, come, come, <laughs> come, witness this. Come watch Gay Bowser be destroyed." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" So long. And my mom was just, "I think your dad made it to the last castle." What? what? In what? <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, well, we only I only had Mario and Duck Hunt." <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, and I, I went in and yeah, I saw the big ass like fucking uh, fire stick, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's this got to be the last castle." Right. And my dad was like, "Yeah, but how do I make it past this Jimungo fire stick?" Right. <laughs> I don't know, Dad. You made it farther than I did. <laughs> you have an adult brain. I don't know. That's like funny. I saw my mom play Diddy Kong Racing once, completely blow it, and was like, "That's enough for me." <laughs> So, like, your mom playing, that's, like, really cute. Or at least watching him play, even if she didn't play handily. She played, but then once, like, games got to... Once the Super Nintendo era came around, like, games were too complex for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, eight buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Not only that, even Mario was like now super mario world you pick your level there's a, there's an overworld map right and you pick it's, which not, level you it's not like no world two world one right yeah. oh, mario, shit, okay. automatic, mario one automatically advances you like you make it to the end and you then you keep going to the end i'm sorry princess is in another castle fuck get um, out of here toad but yeah uh i think maybe grand theft auto was one where they kind of... Oh, no. You know what? It was uh, this old and pretty obscure uh, PC game hmm. called Nocturne. That was I've heard of Nocturne. I've heard of it, too. I think it came out in my... Because I, I, I was looking at all the games I could get with the Game Pass, and I think Nocturne was on there. It might have been <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. I guess so. There's like three Tankinrapas that I'm like, I don't think I need any of these. So, the Shin Megami Tensei's Nocturne is basically Persona. Ah. Uh, Nocturne on PC, yeah, it's this that one. Is a, 99. Is a horror game. Wow. And it was only on PC. Damn. But... It was like, like, like bodies and shit. Yep, that's, that sounds like what I was looking at earlier. Oh, shit. <laughs> and... Uh, we got it in a box of like random junk that like one of my other cousins had or something. Uh huh. And it looked really interesting. And I was like, I, I can't won't play this, but I don't think our computer could run it. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, Why do you want to play this? Because she saw that it was like scre- spooky. Yeah. And I was always a wuss when it came to horror movies and spooky stuff. Like, I was never. I was the kid that was like, Mom, come talk to me while you watch Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think it was more of that than the fact that there was like blood in it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, why, why do you want to play this one? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it looks interesting. It, I had read the back of the box and the synopsis of it just like sounded really cool. It's like, yeah, there was, it takes place like in the thirties. Yeah. 1920s. It said, yeah. Yeah. And it's essentially the, 
it's essentially the Hellboy organization. Like they send this one guy out there to like, oh, we heard that there's fucking big feet out in Montana. <laughs> go out get in Montana. Hellboy, go go investigate that shit and bring me back some big feet. Right. <laughs> bring back a blood sample and a scalp. Right. But it, the premise of it sounded cool and I just really wanted to play it. And that was really the only time that I remember my mom going like, hmm. Like a caution, <laughs> if anything, though. Yeah. And with everything else, like like I said, if it was violent, I had already been exposed to gun violence in like Mexico. Not directly. Yeah. But it's like... You were aware of it. I can see it like on the newsstands. Yeah. I can see it when we go to pizza peter piper like yeah yeah there's all these games that <laughs> peter have, piper pizza that oh, have man. like guns yeah and mortal Kombat was just like out there in this full display like yeah i mean i remember carnival probably and like carnival was one that was like <laughs> twisted metal i wasn't allowed to play because oh, twisted metal I, spooky. I, I was the best at i was the best at any card destroyer game so i'm sad those <laughs> games don't exist so I can't. You can bring them back. Come on, I believe in you. Uh, I get, one man cannot. See, twist me, me and Alfred still argue if we who's gonna win in Vigilante Eight someday. <laughs> Vigilante Eight. What was that one? It's like it was like Twisted Metal, but it was cool in seventies and not as creepy. Huh? I could probably fuck with that. Burnout. It's, burnout series. The bus on the cover. Burnout series was my shit. I talking about racing games where the point was not to race but to just cause damage. I had Burnout Revenge on PSP. That shit. I put so many hours in that fucking game. Oh, I love burnout where it's like, hey, you want to crash into this car and make them kill themselves? It's like, yeah, let's just do it. Shove and they just fucking explode. Oh, man. I wonder Good if times. we'll get in trouble if I play, if I put. From a video game? Yeah, from Vigilante. Video game, you're fine. Okay, yeah, because I was like, Vigilante 8, whoever made this game probably doesn't even exist anymore. Let me see. It probably doesn't even exist. Is that what the studio? I forgot who made it. No, I forgot the name. Yep, looks like a, one of those. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was the best at this game. <laughs> no, man, you want to talk about old games? I still bring this game up. It's a, it's a bit of a jewel. Robo Pit, dude. Robo Pit. Talk about. It was like a 3D PS1 game, built just like that. But you're in a fucking arena and you had to fight robots. That shit was awesome. But quick, uh, I wanted to. I didn't want to interrupt JJ, but I do want to answer this question from Juggle Mighty. Yeah. Um, because Juggle Mighty has been very active in the chat, talking about like, oh, I'm older than y'all, and like some of this stuff is weird to me. But the Juggle Mighty asked like how we did with wrestling things. It's very funny uh, about how my parents reacted to wrestling because. Generally, when I watched wrestling as a kid, was probably the worst time to no ever kidding. watch wrestling yeah. as, uh, when it came to things, uh, because you had puppies and uh, um, the uh, boss man being hung from a cell and mankind <laughs> almost dying on TV. But the funny thing is, is that my parents were super into wrestling, like to the point that like m my dad and my grandpa openly almost got into a fight with luchadors and Bielas negras. <laughs> so, like the fact that my dad was like. It, with beer bottles and stuff it was like well nothing that he can watch is worse than you actually threatening to like hurt someone yeah <laughs> I, no, I think it was my dad's policy because my grandpa was a fighter too like yeah. he fought for fun of the navy fought at the y my dad fought at the y so he's like oh wrestling the, it was the theory that wrestling was fake yeah so i didn't watch it day to day like some of my friends did like my friend arnaldo in elementary school that dude watched wrestling all the time but like i would watch all the pay-per-views of my uncles because that was an excuse for them to get together drink beers have a good time and yeah, with I, all their kids I definitely don't remember the tag team, the lesbians. The tag team, the <laughs> lesbians. Holy crap. 
Dude, I mean, I see Deadly Boys, uh, the Hardy Boys, the. Uh, Trying to think of the most like. It's funny that ones. like so when it comes to like even skill base like watching the, the Dudley Godfather. Boys versus and uh, his ho train. <laughs> the ho train, God dang! I used to love saying that as the ho train like that. Um, I didn't know any better. When it when it came, <laughs> you to see how quickly it came back to me because <laughs> it was so awesome the, when, that when, intro. When it came to um, wrestling, like it's really funny. That, so the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian is known as one of the best matches ever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw that. Yeah, but watching them go, what's up? Is just like, all right, bro. Aww. That's definitely <laughs> that definitely should have been cut out, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> staying in 2001, <laughs> badass Billy Gunn, his theme song. I'm an ass man. Oh, that's oh, still yeah. his theme song to this day. I love to kick him. Daddy ass. I love to hug him. I love to fuck. Whoa, easy there, badass Billy Gunn. Daddy well, ass and the ass boys. 100 percent real thing. 100 percent real. Yeah. The lesbians. <laughs> Damn. What the fuck? I did not dude. remember this. <laughs> I don't remember. That I mean, at I don't all. know who they are. So there's that. Uh, what year was that? Uh, I, I recognize this logo, so that's definitely like around the time I was watching. Jesus Christ! Um, Here comes the pain time. <laughs> oh, oh! You, I mean, when I was talking about wrestling, real quick, and getting in he trouble, got beat up by three minute warning. <laughs> <laughs> Who's three minute warning? They were just like a comedy team. I think. Oh no! The the thing that was the biggest controversial thing in our school that like. Had my parents kept me from watching wrestling, I would have avoided entirely. Was telling people to suck it. I, that was a pandemic. I, mean, I got. I think even kids were doing it at the school. No, you would learn it. Yeah, yet. that's what I'm saying. I was a kid. I was fourth grade telling people to suck it, not knowing them. I meant penis. I didn't even know. I didn't know what they meant to suck it. That's how like removed I was from it. But I was just like all the time, all the time, because I love Degeneration X. That shit was like my favorite. And the Run DMC still that their opening. Shit still gets me hyped to this day. But yeah, um, yeah, wrestling was fake. So um, yeah, so because I was allowed to watch it, I was definitely allowed to play the video games because they didn't have yeah, much yeah. of anything. And also, like Doink was like a literal comedy character, and like there was like the Undertaker had bats and shit during the SNES era. So well, the, the, I didn't get to, I didn't watch a lot of re well wrestling from '93 to like the Attitude Era until the Attitude Era starts. Is notoriously bad because it's just people being having jobs. Yeah, <laughs> you mentioned that before. It's like this guy's the repo man. He comes and repossesses your shit. And here's the military sergeant against the cop. Uh, Kane this guy was a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> Kane, Kane was, was a dentist. Like the original Kane? Yeah. Is this supposed to be Nova Kane? No, no. no. Okay. He, he was called like Doctor Kevorkian or something. Uh, oh, uh, something Yankum. Yeah, Yankum. And then like yanking like, your teeth. Out. Oh my god. Then there was the gobbledygooker. <laughs> I just remember that. That was well, turkey. Well, um, Stone Cold before he was Stone Cold was um, he, they had him as the ringmaster. <laughs> Goliath, the IRS. I remember yeah. though. Yeah. All he, when, all he wanted you to do was pay your ta pay your taxes. That's all he wanted you to do. Jesus. But all uh, you fucking tax cheats. <laughs> <laughs> in the cheap seats <laughs> but um when stone cold he he was a literal ringmaster like with a top hat and stuff well hunter hearst bit. hemsley was like a king like oh, he, he was, was a just, regal he was just like regal british pretty guy. boy yeah, yeah no but then now he's like fuck in my era it was triple fucking h where he was spitting and shit yes my feet are long no no i was stretching my foot um, but yeah. where he's spitting on every <laughs> how much water we spit in our friends by doing that so right. much COVID. Oh, yeah, we're going to forget about NWO because that shit legit scared me as a kid. I thought it was a legit, like, t they're going to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 
New World Order, I understood as a concept of like government secrecy, whatever. I thought that they they were actually it. Like I thought Hulk Hogan joined the New World Order, and I was like, oh no! We're storming the White House. We're storming the Capitol. It's actually Chris Jericho and his wife. Uh, did they really? His wife, his wife did. Fuck you, Chris Jericho. But he, then he gave ten thousand dollars to Demar, so it's just kind of I don't like give a. F- I mean, I, I can't book about Demar, but like, yeah. Don't, I mean, it's ow. it's literally. Chris Jericho is the most mystifying person when it comes to like, man, you believe a lot of bad things, but you literally stick up for. Anytime someone something racist happened backstage, he was the he stood up to Bill Goldberg to put him in his place. Bill Goldberg is no. a Sam. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't a racist thing, but I'm just saying, like, anytime something racist happened, because he's like friendly Canadian guy. He right. stood up to Bork Laser. Sorry, Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. What He's, did Brock Lesnar do? He it, it was not that long ago. It was in one of the comebacks that he made recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was during the no blood policy that mm. WWE has right now. Oh, he beat the shit out of Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Right. So he made him he, bleed the nat the the natural way. Oh. Yeah, That's but the not. match was already <laughs> over. Like, right. He had already won. They they rang the bell, but they I think. Vince was the one that was like, the match needs blood. Like, we need to get more heat on you. Yeah. But you can't blade. You can't make yourself bleed. And Brock was like, oh, I can make him bleed, you know, like. For reals. For reals. And Randy was like, down. Do it. They didn't know. No one backstage knew that that was the plan. And so Jericho's watching just Bork Laser just beat on his friend for real. Oh, my God. And so when Brock Lesnar comes backstage, Jericho's like, the fuck, dude? (laughs) Ready to throw down with a former (laughs) UFC heavyweight. Right. Shit, man. Well, he did the walls of Jericho, which I enjoy. It's like, I can't take that away. I'm literally like, Chris Jericho's the, like, I don't know how to score him. Like, it's like, the the amount of good things that he's done and the amount of bad things that he's done. The amount of times I have given... And have received the walls of Jericho. It's kind of hard to remove them from like my life because my brother would be like, walls of Jericho out of nowhere. I'd be minding my business. My brother would throw me the walls of Jericho. I'm just like, ah, help. (laughs) And the same thing when I got big enough, I did it to him too. And it was like, yes. So anyway, they don't need to bring back the attitude here. Just remember, nobody's going to do it as well as they can. So. I mean, it was, it's not new the, anymore. So. The Attitude Era. Well, first of all, they can't do it because of that. It's not new. It'd be yeah. like paying. It'd be like going to eighties night kind right. of thing. Yeah. But the thing is, like at the end of the day, um, there is still like a lot of that elements like that you can see in GCW and AEW. But that's enough wrestling talk. We have a. We can do a show with Brian if you want to. That see might still. be a Patreon exclusive. I thought about it. So actually, I was going to ask that at this moment. If you, do you guys want a wrestling show or wrestling content? Are you guys interested in it? Is JJ's is Marcos's big huge thing? Um, and they can talk about it for hours. And I think it is entertaining and valuable, but just not for the main like content that we churn out. If we were going to do it, it would be an extra. So if you're interested in the upcoming Patreon, would you pay? Uh, and be interested for extra content with wrestling because if you guys like cranked out like two with Brian and I'm sure Brian would be super happy to do it Brian wants us just to come to his channel but we'll fi- we can talk about that like yeah we that. can do both we can do both so because he also records for Patreon so if we just do one big bulk combo recording I think that'd be great yeah, so there's a, lot of, there's a yes and a fuck yes but uh, either way guys uh, we will 
announce all that stuff on our Instagram. I will do another. I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna shoot for Sunday. Sunday, I'm gonna try to shoot this promo so that we all know our schedule next week. But you all, uh, we were shooting a promo. I mean, I've been shooting a promo the last two weeks. Oh, it's you with your empty coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> I drank everything. Uh, but good night, guys. I hope you all have a wonderful time, and thank you for coming to Maso Menos Mexicanos. Ay, 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 ay. I'm just kidding. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs>